Welcome to Gracefield Grit. I'm your host, Lana Stinner, and we are chatting all about growing your faith, family, and the backyard farm. Here at the Gracefield Homestead, we are having honest, hard, and authentic conversations with some amazing guests about getting back to the basics and what's important in life. We are not for everyone, and we don't clean up our conversations, so you will get the unedited chat. Each episode, you can expect practical tips and encouragement. I am so honored to have you join us today, so grab a cup of coffee and let's do this thing. Hey, friends. Welcome back to the Graceville Grit Podcast. I'm your host, Lana Stenner, and today we're chatting all about farm fresh eggs the difference between them and store-bought, and more importantly, how to preserve them on your own backyard farm. And yes, you already know that over here, we believe you can have your own chicken coop and eggs anywhere, in your urban neighborhoods, corporate green spaces for team building, and in your very own small space or backyard. It's no longer just for the homesteaders. Just like with our gardens and produce, there is a cycle to gathering farm fresh eggs. So many times it can be seasonal where you have an abundance and then those diva hens decide to slow down and go on vacation. Of course, we have some tips to keep the chickens laying in the extreme heat like right now with ice treats and ventilation. And we have tips to help laying in the low sunlight months of deep winter where we add lights to the coop. It's science. How much sunlight do they get impacts how many eggs they produce, period. However, when they are laying, it can be a bit overwhelming if you're gathering a couple of dozen eggs every single day and you don't have a farm stand or an avenue to sell them already set up. So right now, our friends and family are so tired of us giving them two dozen eggs at a time. I know it's it's a good problem to have, but today we're going to chat a little bit about the negatives to store-bought eggs, and then more importantly, the storage and preservation of the farm fresh eggs if you're getting an abundance and want to keep them for later use. So let's dive in. So when you buy eggs directly from a local farmer or you raise chickens in your backyards, you know you are getting, obviously, the freshest and healthiest eggs possible. Those hens get to roam freely, munch on nutritious foods, and soak up the sunshine. And that makes all the difference in the world on how healthy those eggs are. Farm fresh eggs are a powerhouse of nutrients like omega-3, fatty acids, vitamins A, E, and D, so much more. Plus, they're often lower in cholesterol than store-bought eggs. It's like nature's gift all packed into this little tiny shell. So I wanted to talk about the age of store-bought eggs. It might surprise you a little bit. When I found out about this, I, I was just shocked. You know how they say that time flies? Well, that is true for eggs too, from the farm to the distributor, to the grocery shelves, and finally to our homes, store-bought eggs can take uh, over a month before they actually reach you. Yes, that is weeks and months. Now, don't get me wrong, they're still safe to eat. The FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, they require the eggs sold in the grocery stores be refrigerated and have an expiration date of no more than 45 days after they're packed. But let's be honest, it's not quite the same as 
those just laid eggs right from the farm. And we don't want to forget about the storage and transportation process for store-bought eggs. During this journey, those eggs, they can encounter temperature fluctuations. They can get shifted in the boxes and that can affect their internal structure. And we found cracked eggs. All, all of us have opened up a carton in the store and found one that have cracked eggs in there. Those containers are getting moved around a lot in the process of just even stocking the shelves. So store-bought eggs can pick up unwanted odors from nearby produce like onions or fish. Not exactly what you want your eggs to taste like, right? So what's the alternative? How can we ensure we're getting the freshest, most flavorful eggs possible? One of the options is to support local farmers or even raise your own backyard chickens if you have the space to do so. You will get eggs that are laid just a day or two before you enjoy them, sometimes that within five minutes. A lot of times for our breakfast, we'll go out in the morning, gather some, and have them right then. That's as fresh as it gets. And for those store-bought eggs, just check with the FDA mandated expiration date on the carton. And, you know, a lot of times, depending on uh, if you're at a smaller place, a grocery store or a market that's not a big chain, a lot of times they sit on there past their expiration date. Uh, they shouldn't be doing that um, and they could get shut down for that, but they do. We all know that happens. So it's essential to keep an eye on that date just to ensure you're using them while they're still at their best. So many are buying into the idea that farm fresh is the way to go. And whether that's from your own backyard or a local farmer down the road, or you can even go to farmer's markets and get those free range chicken eggs that are full of nutrients. Um, and if you do find yourself with an abundance of eggs, there is a way to keep and preserve them. Here is the first of four methods we're going to talk about today. And this first one is my absolute favorite at this point. Okay. The first one is water glassing, which keeps eggs fresh for up to a year. So a lot of people out there are saying a year and a half. I wouldn't go over a year, but you're more than welcome to try it. Water glassing, also known as water glass preservation or egg glazing, is simple and it's an effective method to preserve the eggs using a solution of water and pickling lime. And so here is how we do that. We first gather up the, our supplies. You'll need the pickling lime. We use one ounce of pickling lime per quart of water. So depending on if you're doing a glass or if you're doing a bucket, you know, you can determine what your amounts are, but it's one ounce of pickling lime per one quart of water. And you will want fresh uncracked eggs and a clean airtight container with a lid or a food grade bucket. So with this method, the key is the clean eggs. They're so, so important. So you want to make sure the eggs are clean and free from any dirt or debris. So how we do this is when we're gathering our eggs, some look like they have already been washed and they're just super clean. And some are absolutely not. And they're covered in this yucky debris and oh, yuck. 
So the eggs that you will be water glassing need to have that natural bloom coating still on them. And therefore you can't wash them before you put them in the pickling lime solution. So make sure you set aside the cleanest ones for the water glassing. And then with the dirty ones, you can go ahead and wash those and store those like normal in your refrigerator. So avoid using eggs with cracks or damage as they won't preserve well at all and bacteria will get in there. So we place the eggs inside the container. So you gently put them in an airtight container and it's essential not to stack the eggs or have them touch one another to prevent the solution from seeping through any tiny cracks. So you pour that water glass solution on top, it's a diluted pickling lime in that water, and you just ensure that all the eggs are fully submerged. And the solution forms this protective coating around the eggshell, and it prevents the air and the bacteria from entering and keeping the eggs fresh. So once all the eggs are submerged in that pickling lime water, you just seal the container tight with the lid, and it is cr crucial to preserve them in a cool, dark place like a cellar or your basement or even your refrigerator. We don't put them in our refrigerator. We just take them down to the basement, which is a little bit cooler down there. Um, and that temperature is anywhere between, you know, around 50 degrees, something like that. So periodically check the eggs to make sure the water glass solution is still covering them and um, just creep keep track of the time. I label ours. I used to use only glass jars that would hold either 12 or 24. Um, just so it was nice to pull one out and you know, here's a dozen or here's two dozen, but we have so many eggs coming through here right now. We're now using five gallon buckets. <laughs> so do whatever works for you. But these water glass eggs can last six to 12 months or even longer if stored correctly. And when you're ready to use the preserved eggs, you just carefully take them out of the solution, rinse them under cold water to remove any of that pickling lime. And you just make it. And surprisingly, you cannot taste the difference. They can be used in baking, cooking, or any dish that requires eggs. And I will say, like, I expected the first time I did this for it to, to of course, work when I was baking and mixing it into things. But I thought it would be a little weird if I just fried an egg on the, um, on the stove and you can't tell a difference. It, they, it really does work. It's an age old technique. Um, and it's stood the test of time and it's still used by many, many people to preserve their eggs. So it can be an old fashioned method, but it's incredibly, incredibly effective. Just imagine the joy of cracking open that preserved egg months later, and it's just as fresh as it was the day, and the tastes exactly the same. And you can use these eggs in any recipe that calls for fresh eggs from, and you could do scrambled eggs to cakes, cookies. It is a game changer for those of us that want to enjoy these farm fresh eggs, but it might be next winter when we do that. So that's, that is my absolute favorite of all these four methods that we're going to go over today. Okay. The second method is dehydrating. 
Dehydrating eggs are an incredible option for those who love like the backpacking, the camping, or simply just want to experiment with egg powders in the recipes. And this is very, very popular with my prepper friends. They know all about this one. So when you're dehydrating to start, you'll just need to whisk your eggs together in a bowl. So this gives you a powder at the end, unlike the water glassing where you get the whole egg and you can cook it and fry it just with the yolk separated and all that. Um, with this method, you're going to end up with a powder, which is totally fine. Great for baking and you can still make scrambled eggs with it. So once you stir them up, like you're making scrambled eggs, you pour the mixture onto a dehydrator tray lined with parchment paper. So our, we have, there's different dehydrator methods. Um, and so a lot of the cheaper ones you're going to find in the store aren't going to have the trays. They're just going to have holes in the bottom. So you have to get a special tray for that. Um, so obviously, so it doesn't leak down, but you just spread it out evenly onto the tray to ensure that it's going to dry in a uniform type of method. So set your dehydrator to about 135 and let it work its magic. Usually about half a day, maybe 12 hours. The time can vary depending on where you're at. Like we're in a very humid area. And so that humidity might make it take a little bit longer than if you're in a dry area or the desert. Uh, but once those eggs are fully dried, they're kind of crispy and you just kind of ground them up into a fine powder using a blender or a food processor. So here's a little tip for you that can be kind of controversial. Um, if you add, once it's in powder form, if you add a small oxygen absorber packet and you can buy those online, even Amazon has them, it's like a little, or you can vacuum seal your egg powder, um, or put it in a airtight jar and it just keeps it fresher for a little bit longer. You know, the last thing you want is to invest all your time and energy dehydrating the eggs and then them just get spoiled. So, um, getting that air out of there any way you can, there's several different methods, um, is very, very important. So those dehydrated eggs, there are so many perks to those. Um, they're just super, super convenient. They're lightweight, of course, especially if you're going to go on a camping trip. Um, and they do last a long, long time. So just think about those outdoor adventures that you can embark on without worrying about your eggs going bad or cracking in the travel. So, um, to rehydrate the egg powder, you just add a little bit of water um, and you'll know the consistency. It's just as if it was scrambled eggs, it will look like that. So that's the amount, you know, so start small, add a little bit of water and um, use them in your baking and your sauces or even as a protein packed addition to your smoothies. So that is a great, great method for preserving the eggs. Uh, the third one is freezing the eggs. And this is a fantastic option for those who might not have enough eggs to water glass or prefer keeping their egg yolks and whites separate. So this is so, so easy to do. And you'll have those eggs ready to whip up in any delicious omelet, or you can bake with this as well. So the key here is to crack those eggs open first and you put an ice tray, one that has the different compartments like the ones long ago that I grew up with, um, and it'll fit a whole egg. And so you just gently pour each egg into its own slot of the ice tray. 
And you can add a pinch of salt or sugar to the yolks to help preserve them, but we don't. And once the eggs are safely tucked into their little uh, square there, you just put the tray into the freezer and freeze it. And, you know, within four hours, you're, you're good to go. So, and you can pop those out, put them in a freezer safe bag and just, you know, take out a cube or two at a time. If you're trying to bake a cake or whatever it is that you're doing with that. And you can keep those up to a year in the freezer. And so it's just so convenient having the eggs on hand for a last minute breakfast or when you're trying to bake something. It's um, so wonderful. And you can label the tray so you know, or the the freezer bag with the ice cubes in there. So you know the date um, because you want to keep track of their freshness. So um, the versatility of these frozen eggs, it's just, it's so good. You can make frittatas, you can make quiches, custards, anything that you would normally bake with those frozen eggs are going to be working for you. Okay. And number four is I want to just briefly touch on freeze drying chicken eggs. Um, this is a process that removes the moisture from the eggs while preserving their nutritional value and flavor. The resulting freeze-dried eggs can be stored for long periods of time and rehydrated later. Some even say up to 30 years. Um, so here is how they do this. And I don't personally have a freeze dryer. I didn't want to leave this off the list because I know so many people use this method. Um, but I do have a very close friend and an immediate family member that do this and they swear by it. So first, the, the negative as to why I don't actually use this method um, is the machines are a couple thousand dollars. Uh, so I'm kind of cheap and don't want to drop, <laughs> drop the money for it. But the people that do this, they absolutely swear by freeze drying. And I was just talking yesterday to one of them about the new trend of freeze drying candy. I don't know if you've ever heard of this, but I guess it's just this, it's taken over the internet. Um, and they freeze dry like Jolly Ranchers and they, they, they are very expensive now because it's so rare. Um, but so I do want to try that. I haven't done that yet. But the people that love freeze drying, then they get into freeze drying anything they can get their hands on. So here is just briefly their method for doing this. They crack the eggs just like the other method where you scramble it up and mix it. And they line a freeze drying tray with parchment paper. They pour the eggs in. The tray is spread it out evenly and they go ahead and start the freeze drying process in their machine. Now, one of my friends does pre-freeze the eggs in a regular freezer first to help speed up that freeze drying process. Um, so once the eggs are pre-frozen, then she transfers them onto a tray into the freeze dryer. So um, you know, there's a couple of different methods on that as well, but the freeze dryer slowly removes the moisture from the frozen eggs through a process called sublimation. And, um, you know, I won't get into all of that and I don't really understand it, but, um, depending on the quantity of eggs, your freeze dryer's capacity, the freeze drying process can take several hours up to a day or even two. So, 
When it's done, the freeze-dried eggs should be completely dry and brittle with no moisture in them at all. And then you just transfer them into an airtight container or vacuum seal them, adding one of those little small oxygen absorber packets. It's very similar to our other method there. And just when you're ready to use them, you just rehydrate them by adding water. And so, um, like I said, people that do this method, they absolutely love it. Um, so egg preservation, it isn't just about keeping food from going to waste. It's about savoring the taste of those fresh eggs in every single season. Um, so we chatted about the water glassing first, which is my absolute favorite. Um, we touched on the, uh, freezing them in your normal freezer, dehydrating them, and then the more complex and expensive method of freeze drying. So why not try one of these preservation techniques and have fun with your food? Whatever you do, don't let those eggs go to waste. Thank you for joining us today in this episode of Gracefield Grit. I know that your time is valuable and I truly appreciate you being here. I hope it was helpful and that you'll share it with a friend. In order to schedule amazing guests on our show, we could use some good reviews. So if you've enjoyed this episode, I'd be honored if you could head over to the podcast app on your phone, tap the album art for the Gracefield Grit podcast, scroll down to the bottom of the page and write a review. I'm looking forward to our next episode and I hope you'll join us again. Blessings to you today, friend, as you live out your own Gracefield Grit.